Uh, Joshua, divine promise of assistance. After Moses, the servant of the Lord, had died, the Lord said to Moses, A Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, my servant, is de dead. So now you and the whole people with you prepare to cross the Jordan to the land that I will give the Israelites. Every place where you set foot, I have given you, as I promised Moses, all the land of the Hittites from wilderness and the Lebanon east to the great river Euphrates and west of the great sea will be your territory. No one can withstand you as long as you live. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not leave you for forsake, nor forsake you. Be strong and steadfast so that you may give this people possession of the land I swore to their ancestors that I would give them. Only be strong and steadfast, being careful to observe the entire law which Moses, my servant, enjoined on you. Do not swerve from it either, to the right or to the left, that you may succeed wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your lips. Recite it by day and by night, that you may carefully observe all that is written in it. Then you will attain your goal, then you will succeed. I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So Joshua commanded the officers of the people, go through the camp and command the people, prepare your provisions for three days from now. You shall cross the Jordan here to march in and possess the land the Lord your God is giving as your possession. Transjordan tribes. Joshua addressed the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, remember what Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you when he said, The Lord your God is about to give you rest. He will give you this land. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may remain in the land Moses gave you here beyond the Jordan. But all the warriors among you must cross over armed ahead of your kindred, and you must help them until the Lord has settled your kindred, and they, like you, possess the land the Lord your God is giving them. Afterward, you may return and possess your land, own land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, has given you east of the Jordan. They answered Joshua, We will do all you have commanded us, and we will go wherever you send us as completely as we obeyed Moses. We will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as God was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your orders and does not obey all your commands shall be put to death. Only be strong and steadfast. Spies saved by Rahab. Then jo Joshua, son of Nun, secretly went out two spies from Shittim, saying, Go reconnoiter the land and Jericho. When the two reached Jericho, they went into the house of the prostitute named Re Rahab, where they lodged. But a report was brought to the king of Jericho. Some men came here last night, Israelites, to spy out the land. So the king of the of Jericho sent Rahab the order. Bring out the men who have come to you and entered your house, for they have come to spy out the entire land. The woman had taken the two men and hidden them, so she said... True, the men you speak of came to me, but I did not know where they came from. At dark, when it was time to close the gate, they left, and I do not know where they went. You will have to pursue them quickly to overtake them. Now she had led them to the roof and hidden them among her stalks of flax spread out there. But the pursuers set out along the way to the 
fords of the Jordan. As soon as they had left to pursue them, the gate was shut. Before the spies laid down, Rahab went up to them on the roof and said, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that a dread of you has come upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land tremble with fear because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Shehan and Og, the two kings of the Amorites beyond the Jordan, whom you destroyed under the ban. We heard, and our hearts melted within us. Everyone is utterly dispirited because of you. Since the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below, now then swear to me by the Lord that since I am showing kindness to you, you in turn will show kindness to my family. Give me a reliable sign that you will allow my father and mother and brothers and sisters and my whole family to live and that you will deliver us from death we pledge our lives for yours they answered her if you do not betray our mission we will be faithful in showing kindness to you when the lord gives us the land and she let them down through the window with a rope for she lived in a house built into the city wall go up into the hill country she said that your pursuers may not come upon you hide there for three days until they return then you may go on your way they answered her we are free to this oath that you made us take unless when we come into the land you tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you are letting us down gather your father and mother your brothers and all your family into your house should any of them pass outside the doors of your house their blood will be on their own heads and we will be guiltless but if anyone in your house is harmed their blood will be on our heads if however you betray our mission we will be free of the oath you have made us take let it be as you say she replied and sent them away when they were gone she tied the scarlet cord in the window they went up into the hill country where they stayed three days until their pursuers who had sought them all along the road without finding them returned. Then the two came back down from the hills, crossed the Jordan to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him all that had happened. They assured Joshua the Lord has given all this land into our power. Indeed, all the inhabitants of the land tremble with fear because of us. Preparations for the Crossing of the Jordan Early the next morning, Joshua and all the Israelites moved from Shittim and came to the Jordan where they stayed before crossing over. Three days later, the officers went through the camp and issued these commands to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, which the Levitical priests will carry, you must break camp and follow it, that you may know the way to take, for you have... Not gone over this road before, but let there be a space of 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not come nearer to it, Joshua also said to the people. Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will perform wonders among you. And he told the priests, Take up the ark of the covenant and cross ahead of the people. So they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant, when you come to the edge of the waters of the Jordan, there take your stand.
So Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord, your God. He continued by this, You will know that there is a living God in your midst. He will certainly dispossess before you the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Gergeshites, Amorites, and Jubasites. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of the whole earth will cross the Jordan before you. Now choose twelve men, one from each of the tribes of Israel. And the soles of the feet of the priests carrying the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of the whole earth, touch the waters of the Jordan, it will cease to flow. The water flowing down from upstream will halt in a single heap. The crossing begun. The people set out from their tents to cross the Jordan with the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant ahead of them. And those bearing the ark came to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the ark were immersed in the water of the Jordan, which overflows all its banks during the entire season of the harvest. The waters flowing from upstream halted, standing up in a single heap for a very great distance indeed from Adam, a city in the direction of Zarethan, those flowing downstream towards the salt sea of the Araba disappeared entirely. Thus the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood on dry ground in the Jordan riverbed while all Israel crossed on dry ground until the whole nation had completely completed the crossing of the Jordan. Memorial stones. After the entire nation had completed the crossing of the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from the people, one from each tribe, and command them, Take up twelve stones from this spot in the Jordan River bed where the priests have been standing. Carry them over with you and place them where you are to stay tonight. Summoning the twelve men he had selected from among the Israelites, one from each tribe, Joshua said to them, Go to the Jordan River bed in front of the ark of the Lord your God. Lift to your shoulders one stone apiece so that they will equal in number the tribes of the Israelites. In the future, these are to be a sign among you. When your children ask you, what do these stones mean to you? You shall answer them. The waters of the Jordan ceased to flow before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it crossed the Jordan. Thus these stones are to serve as a perpetual memorial to the Israelites. The twelve Israelites did as Joshua had commanded. They took up twelve stones from the Jordan riverbed, as the Lord had said to Joshua, one for each of the tribes of the Israelites. They carried them along to the campsite, and there they placed them. Joshua set up the twelve stones they had been in the Jordan riverbed on the spot where the priests stood who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. They were there to this day. The priests carrying the Ark stood in the Jordan riverbed until everything has been done that the Lord had commanded Joshua to tell the people just as Moses had commanded Joshua. The people crossed over quickly, and when all the people had completed the crossing, the ark of the Lord also crossed, and the priests were now in front of them. The Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh armed marched in the vanguard of the Israelites, as Moses had ordered, about 40,000 troops equipped for battle crossed over before the Lord to the plains of Jericho for war. 
That day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and so during his whole life they feared him as they had feared Moses. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant to come up from the Jordan. Joshua commanded the priest, Come up from the Jordan. And when the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the Jordan riverbed, as the soles of their feet regained the dry ground, the waters of the Jordan resumed their course, and as before overflowed all its banks the people came up from the jordan on the 10th day of the first month and camped in the gilgal on the eastern limits of jericho at the gilgal joshua set up 12 stones and had been taken from the jordan saying to the israelites in the future when your children ask their parents what do these stones mean you shall inform them israel crossed the jordan here on dry ground for the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan in front of you until you crossed over, just as the Lord your God had done at the Red Sea, drying it up in front of us until we crossed over, in order that all the people of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, and that you may fear the Lord your God forever. Right, it's at Gilgal. When all the kings of the Amorites to the west of the Jordan, all the kings of the Canaanites by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan before the Israelites until they crossed over, their hearts melted and they were utterly dispirited because of the Israelites. On this occasion, the Lord said to Joshua, Make flint knives and circumcise Israel for the second time. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelites at Gibbeth Her. This was the reason for the circumcision of all the people who had come out of Egypt. Every male of the military age had died in the wilderness during the journey after they came out of Egypt. Though all the men who came out were circumcised, none of those born in the wilderness during the journey after the departure from Egypt were circumcised. Now the Israelites wandered 40 years in the wilderness until all... The warriors among the people that came forth from Egypt died off because they had not listened to the voice of the Lord. For the Lord swore that he would not let them see the land he had sworn to their ancestors to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. It was the children God raised up in their stead whose, whom Joshua circumcised, for these were yet with foreskins, now having been circumcised on the journey when the circumcision of the entire nation was complete they remained in camp where they were until they recovered then the lord said to joshua today i have removed the reproach of egypt from you therefore the place is called gilgal to the present day while the israelites were encamped at gilgal on the plains of jericho they celebrated the passover on the evening of the 14th day of the month on the day after the passover they ate of the produce of the land in the form of unleavened cakes and parched grain on that same day after they ate of the produce of the land the manna ceased no longer was there manna for the israelites who that year ate of the yield of the land of canaan siege at jericho while joshua was near jericho he raised his eyes and saw one who stood facing him 
drawn sword in hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you one of us or one of the enemy, our enemies? He replied, Neither I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And then Joshua fell down to the ground and worshipped and said to him, What has my Lord to say to his servants, the commander of the army of the Lord replied to Joshua, Remove your sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. Now Jericho was in a state of siege because of the presence of the Israelites. No one left or entered, and to Joshua the Lord said, I have delivered Jericho, its king, and its warriors into your power. Have all the Soldiers circled the city, marching once around it. Do this for six days with seven priests carrying ram's horns ahead of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times and have the priests blow the horns. When they give a long blast on the ram's horns and you hear the sound of the horn, all the people shall shout aloud. The wall of the city will collapse and the people shall attack straight ahead. Summoning the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant with seven of the priests carrying ram's horns in front of the Ark of the Lord. And he ordered the people, Proceed and surround the city with picked troops marching ahead of the Ark of the Lord. When Joshua spoke to the people, the seven priests who carried the ram's horns before the Lord marched and blew their horns, and the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord followed them. In front of the priests with the horns marched the picked troops the rear guard followed the ark and the blowing of the horns was kept up continuing as they marched but joshua had commanded the people do not shout or make any noise or outcry until i tell you shout then you must shout so he had the ark of the lord circle the city going once around it after which they returned to camp for the night early the next morning joshua had the Priests take up the ark of the Lord, and the seven priests bearing the ram's horns marched in front of the ark of the Lord, blowing their horns. Ahead of these marched the picked troops, while the rear guard followed the ark of the Lord, and the blowing of the horns was kept up continually. On the second day, they again marched around the city once before, returning to Ken, and for six days in all they did the same. On the seventh day, beginning at daybreak, they marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day, only did they march around the city seven times. The seventh time around, the priests blew the horns, and Joshua said to the people, Now shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city and everything in it is under the ban. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are in the house with her are to live, because she hid the messengers we sent. But be careful not to covet or take anything that is under the ban, otherwise you will bring upon the camp of Israel this ban and the misery of it. All silver and gold and the articles of bronze or iron are holy to the Lord. They shall be put in the treasury of the Lord. The fall of Jericho. As the horns blew, the people began to shout. When they heard the sound of the horn, they raised a tremendous shout. A wall collapsed, and the people attacked the city straight ahead and took it. They observed the band by putting to the sword all living creatures in the city, men and women, young and old, as well as oxen, sheep, and donkey. 
to the two men who had spry, spied out of the uh, land, Joshua said, Go into the prostitute's house and bring out the woman with all her family, as you swore to her you would do. The spies entered and brought out Rahab with her father, mother, brothers, and all her family, her entire family. They led forth and placed outside the camp of Israel. The city itself they burned with all that was in it, but the silver, gold, and articles of bronze and iron they placed in the treasury of the house of the Lord. Because Rahab the prostitute had hidden the messengers whom Joshua has sent to reconnoiter Jericho. Joshua let her live, along with her father's house and all her family, who dwell in the midst of Israel to this day. On the occasion Joshua imposed the oath, cursed before the Lord be the man who attempts to rebuild the city. Jericho, at the cost of his firstborn, will he lay its foundations, and at the cost of his youngest son will he set up its gates. Thus the Lord with the Thus the Lord was with Joshua so that his fame spread throughout the land. The feet at I. But the Israelites acted treacherously with regards to the ban. Achan, son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zarah, of the tribe of Judah, took goods that were under the ban. The anger of the Lord flared up against the Israelites. Joshua next sent men from Jericho to I, which is near Bethaven and east of Bethel, with the orders go up and reconnoiter the land. When they had explored I, they returned to Joshua and advised, Do not send all the people up. If only about two or three thousand go up, they can attack and overcome I. You need not tire all the the people, the enemy there are few. About three thousand of the people made the attack, but they fled before the army at I, who killed some thirty-six of them. They pursued them from the city gate to the Shebarim, and defeated them on the descent, so that the confidence of the people melted away like water. Joshua, together with the elders of Israel, tore their garments and fell once before the ark of the Lord until evening, and they threw dust on their heads. Alas, Lord God, Joshua prayed, Why did you ever allow the people to cross over Jordan, delivering us into the power of the Amorites, that they might destroy us? That Would that we had been content to dwell on the other side of the Jordan? Please, Lord, what can I say now that the Israelites... Israel has turned its back to its enemies. When the Canaanites and the other inhabitants of the land hear of it, they will close in around us and efface our name from the earth. What will you do for your great name? The Lord replied to Joshua, Stand up. Why are you lying there? Israel is, has sinned. They have transgressed the covenant which I enjoined on them. They have taken goods of Subject to the ban, they have stolen and lied, placing the goods in their baggage. If the Israelites cannot stand up to their enemies, but must turn their back to them, it is because they are under the ban. I will not continue to be with you unless you remove that which is banned from among you. Get up, sanctify the people, tell them, sanctify yourselves before tomorrow. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. That which is banned is in your midst, Israel. You cannot stand up to your enemies until you remove it from among you. In the morning you must come forward by tribes. The tribe which the Lord 
designates shall come forward by clans. The clan which the Lord designates shall come forward by families. The family which the Lord designates shall come forward one by one. Whoever is designated as having incurred the ban shall be destroyed by fire. All that is his, because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord and has committed a shameful crime in Israel. Achan's guilt and punishment. Early the next morning, Joshua had Israel come forward by tribes, and the tribe of Judah was designated. Then he had the clans of Judah come forward, and the clan of Zerah was designated. He had the clan of Zerah come forward by families, and Zabdi was designated. Finally, he had that family come forward one by one, and Achan, son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, was designated. Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel, and praise him by telling me what you have done. Do not hide it from me, Achan answered Joshua. I have indeed sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel, this is what I have done. Among the spoils, I saw a beautiful Babylonian mantle, 200 shekels of silver, and a bar of gold, 50 shekels in weight. I converted them, and, and I took them. They are now hidden in the ground inside my tent. With the silver underneath, Joshua sent messengers, and they ran to the tent. And there they were hidden in the tent with the silver and underneath they took them from the tent, brought them to Joshua and all the Israelites, and spread them out before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel took Achan son of Sarah with the silver, the mantle, and the bar of gold, and with his sons and daughters, his ox, his donkey, and his sheep, his tent, and all his possessions, and led them off to the valley of Achor. Joshua said, What misery have you caused us? May the Lord bring misery upon you today. And all Israel stoned him to death. They burned them with fire, and they stoned them. Over Achan, they piled a great heap of stones, which remains to the present day. And the Lord turned from his anger. That is why the place is called the Valley of Achor to this day. Capture of I. The Lord then said to Joshua, Do not be afraid or dismayed. Take all the army with you and prepare to attack I. I have delivered the king of I into your power with his people, city, and land. Do to I and its king what you did to Jericho and its king, except that you may take its spoil and livestock as plunder. Set an ambush behind the city so Joshua and all the soldiers prepared to attack I. Picking out 30,000 warriors, Joshua sent them off by night with these Orders. See that you ambush the city from the rear. Do not be very far from the city. All of you must be ready. The rest of the people and I will come to, up to the city. And when they make a sortie against us as they did the last time, we will flee from them. They will keep coming out after us until we have drawn them away from the city. For they think will think they are fleeing from us as they did the last time. When we flee, then you will rise from ambush and take possession of the city, which the Lord your God will deliver into your power. When you have taken the city, set it on fire in obedience to the Lord's commands. These are my orders to you. And Joshua sent them away. They went to the place of ambush, taking up their positions to the west of Ai, towards Bethel. Joshua, however, spent the not that night with 
the army. Early the next morning, Joshua mustered the army and went up to Ai at its head with the elders of Israel. When all the troops he led were drawn up in position before the city, they pitched camp north of Ai on the other side of the ravine. He took about 5,000 warriors and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai, west of the city. Thus the people took up their stones with the main body north of the city and the ambush west of it. And Joshua waited overnight in the valley. The king of Ai saw this, and he and all his armies came out very early in the morning to engage Israel in battle. At the place in front of Arabah, not knowing that there was an ambush behind the city, Joshua and the main body of the Israelites fled towards the wilderness, pretending defeat until the last of the soldiers in the city had been called out to pursue them. Since they were drawn away from the city, with everyone pursuing Joshua, not a soldier remained in Ai or Bethel. They abandoned the city, leaving it open, and they pursued Israel. Then the Lord directed Joshua, Stretch out the javelin in your hand towards Ai, for I will deliver it into your power. Joshua stretched out the javelin in his hand toward the city, and as soon as he did so, the men in ambush rose from their posts, rushed in, captured the city, and immediately set it on fire. By the the time the army of Ai looked back, the smoke from the city was going up to the heavens. Escape in any direction was impossible, because the Israelites retreating toward the wilderness now turned on their pursuers. But when Joshua and the main body of Israelites saw that the city had been taken by ambush and was going up in smoke, they struck back at the force of Ai. Since those in the city came out to intercept them, Ai's army was hemmed in by Israelites on both sides who cut them down without any fugitives or survivors except the king, whom they took alive and brought to Joshua. When Israel finished killing all the inhabitants of Ai in the open who had pursued them into the wilderness, and all of them to the last man fell by the sword, then all of Israel returned and put to the sword those inside the city. Those There fell that day a, whole, a total of 12,000 men and women. The entire population of Ai, Joshua kept the javelin in his hand stretched out until he had carried out the ban on all the inhabitants of Ai, however, the Israelites took for themselves as plunder the livestock and the spoil of, the, of that city, according to the command of the Lord issued to Joshua. Joshua destroyed Ai by fire, reducing it to an everlasting mound of ruins as it remains today. He had the king of Ai hanged on a tree until evening. Then at sunset, Joshua ordered the body removed. From the tree and cast at the entrance of the city gate where a great heap of stones was piled up over it which remains to the present day. Altar of Mount Ebal Later on Mount Ebal, Joshua built to the Lord, the God of Israel, an altar of unhewn stones on which no iron tool had been used, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the Israelites as recorded in the book of the law. On this altar they sacrificed burnt offerings to the Lord and made communion sacrifices. There in the presence of the Israelites Joshua inscribed upon the stones a copy of the law written by Moses. And all Israelite Israel resident alien and native alike with the elders, officers, and judges stood on 
either side of the ark facing the Levitical priests who were carrying the ark of the covenant of the Lord. Half of them were facing Mount Gerizim and half Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had first commanded for the blessing of the people of Israel. When they read aloud all the words of the law, the blessing and the curses, exactly as written in the book of the law, every single word that Moses had commanded, Joshua read aloud to the entire assembly, including the women and children. There isn't aliens among them. Confederacy against Israel. When the news reached all the kings west of the Jordan in the mountain region of the Sephiola and all among along the coast of the Great Sea as far as the Lebanon, Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, they gathered together to launch a common attack against Joshua and Israel. The Gebanite Deception On hearing what Joshua had done to Jericho and I, the inhabitants of Gibeon, formed their own scheme. They chose provisions for a journey, making use of old sacks for their donkeys and old wineskins torn and mended. They wore old patched sandals and shabby garments, and all the bread they took was dry and crumbly. Thus they journeyed to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal, where they said to him and to the Israelites, We have come from a far-off land. Now make a covenant with us. But the Israelites replied to the Hivites, You may be living in land that is ours. How then can we make a covenant with you? But they answered Joshua, We are your servants. They Then Joshua asked them, Who are you? Where do you come from? They answered him, Your servants have come from a far-off land because of the fame of the Lord your God, for we have heard reports of all that he did in Egypt and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites beyond the Jordan, Sahan, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan, who lived in... So our elders and all the inhabitants of our land said to us, Take along provisions for the journey, said to us, and go to meet them. Say to them, We are your servants, now make a covenant with us. This is bread of ours was still warm when we brought it from home as provisions the day we left to come to you. But now it's dry and crumbly. Here are our wineskins which were new when we filled them but now they are torn look at our garments and sandals they are worn out from the very long journey then the israelite leaders partook of their provisions without inquiring of the lord so joshua made peace with them and made a covenant to let them live which the leaders of the community sealed with an oath um gibbonites made vassals three days after the covenant was made the israelites heard that these people were from nearby and would be living in israel the third day on the road the israelites came to their cities of gibeon sephra baroth and kuriath jerem but did not attack them because the leaders of the community had sworn to them by the lord the god of israel when the entire community grumbled against the leaders these are remonstrated with the community we have sworn to them by the lord the god of israel so we cannot harm them let us therefore let them live and so deal with them that 
nor wrath fall upon us because of the oath we have sworn to them. Thus the leaders said to them, Let them live and become hewers of wood and drawers of water for the entire community. So the community did as the leaders advised them. Joshua summoned the the Gibbonites and said to them, Why did you deceive us and say we live far from, off from you? You live among us. Now are you accursed? Every one of you shall always be a slave, hewers of wood and drawers of water. For the house of my God, they answered Joshua. Your servants were fully informed of how the Lord your God commanded Moses, his servants, that you be given the entire land and that all its inhabitants be destroyed before you. Since, therefore, at your advance we were in great fear of our lives, we acted as we did. And now that we are in your power, do with us what is good and right in your eyes. Joshua did what he had decided while he saved them from being killed by the Israelites on that day, he made them, as they still are, hewers of wood and jars of water for the community and for the altar of the Lord, in the place the Lord would choose. The Siege of Gibeon Now when Adonai's deck, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had captured Ai and put it under the ban and had done to the city and its king as he had done to Jericho and his king and that the inhabitants of Gibeon had made their peace with Israel remaining among them there was great fear abroad because Gibeon was a great city like one of their royal cities greater even than I and all its men were warriors so Adon is deck king of Jerusalem sent to Hoham, king of Hebron, Proram, king of Jarmuth, Jephiah, king of Lashai, and Deber, king of Eglon, with this message, Come and help me attack Gibeon, for it has made peace with Joshua and the Israelites. The five Amorite kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lashai, and Eglon gathered with all their forces and marched against Gibeon to make war on it. Thereupon the Gibeonites sent an appeal to Joshua in his camp. At Gigal, do not abandon your servants. Come up here quickly and save us. Help us because all the Amorite kings of the mountain country have joined together against us. Joshua's victory. So Joshua marched up from Gigal with all his army and all his warriors. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them, for I have delivered them into your power. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. After an all-night march from Gigal, Joshua made a surprise attack upon them, and the Lord threw them into disorder before Israel. The Israelites inflicted a great slaughter on them. At Gibeon and pursued them down the Beth Huron slope, attacking them as far as Azekah and Makeda. While they fled before Israel along the descent of Beth Huron, the Lord hurled great stones from the heavens above them all the way to Azekah, killing many. More died from 
these hailstones that the Israelites killed with the sword. It was then when the Lord delivered up the Amorites, the Israelites, that Joshua prayed to the Lord and said to the presence of Israel, The sun stood still, the moon stayed, while the nation took vengeance on its foes. This is recorded in the book of Jeshar. The sun halted halfway across the heavens, not for an entire day did it press on. Never before or since was there a day like this, when the Lord obeyed the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Then Joshua and all Israel returned to the camp at Gigal. Execution of the Amorite kings. The five kings who had fled hid in the cave at Makeda. When Joshua was told the five kings have been found hiding in the cave at Makeda, he said, Roll large stones to the mouth of the cave and post guards over it, but do not remain there yourselves. Pursue your enemies and harry them in the rear. Do not allow them to reach their cities, for the Lord your God has delivered them into your power. Once Joshua and the Israelites had finally inflicted the last blows in this very great slaughter, and the survivors had escaped from them into the fortified cities, all the army returned to Joshua in the camp at Mekedah in victory. No one uttered a sound against the Israelites. Then Joshua said, open the mouth of the cave and the, and bring me those five kings from the cave. They did so. They brought out to him from the cave the five kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon. When they brought all the five kings out to Joshua, he summoned all the army of Israel and said to the commanders of the soldiers who had marched with him, come forward and put your feet on the necks of these kings. They came forward and put their feet upon the, their necks. Then Joshua said to them, do not be afraid or dismayed, be firm and steadfast. This is what the Lord will do to all the enemies against whom you fight. Thereupon Joshua struck and killed the kings and hanged them on five trees, where they remained hanging until evening. At sunset, Joshua commanded that they be taken down from the trees and be thrown into the cave where they had hidden. Over the mouth of the cave, large stones were placed, which remains until this very day. Conquest of Southern Canaan Makeda to Joshua captured and put to the sword at that time he put the city its kings and every person in it under the ban leaving no survivors thus he did to the king of Makeda what he had done to the king of Jericho Joshua then passed on with all Israel from Makeda to Lebanon and attack it. The Lord delivered it with its king into the power of Israel. He put it to the sword with every person there, leaving no survivors. Thus he did to its king what we had done to the king of Jericho. Joshua next passed on with all Israel from Lebanon to Lashish, where they set up a camp during the attack. The Lord delivered Lashish into the power of Israel so that on the 
second day, Joshua captured it and put it to the sword with every person in it, just as he had done to Libna. At that time, Horam, king of Gezer, came up to help Lashish, but Joshua defeated him and his people, leaving him no survivors. From Lashish, Joshua passed on with all Israel to Eglon, encamping near it. They attacked it and captured it the same day, putting it to the sword. On that day, he put under the ban every person in it, just as he had done at Lashish. From Eglon, Joshua went up with all Israel to Hebron, which they attacked and captured. They put it to the sword with its king, all the city, its cities, and every person there, leaving no survivors, just as Joshua had done to Eglon. He put it under the ban and every person in it. Then Joshua and all Israel turned back to Deber and attacked it. Capturing it with its kings and all its cities, they put them to the sword and put under the ban every person in it, leaving no survivors. Thus he did to Deborah and its kings what he had done to Hebron. I, as well as to Lebna and its kings, Joshua conquered the entire land, the mountains, regions, the Negeb, the Shephelah and the mountain slopes with all their kings, he left no survivors, but put under the ban every living being just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua conquered them from Kadesh, Barnea to Gaza, and all of the land of Goshen to Gibeon. All these kings and their lands Joshua captured all at once, for the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Thereupon Joshua with all Israel returned to the camp of Gilgal. Northern Confederacy When Jabin, the king of Hazor, learned of this, he sent a message to Jobab, king of Madan, to the king of Shimron, to the king of Ashaf, and to the northern kings in the mountain regions and in the Araba near Sinaroth in the Sephilah and in Nephathor to the west. These were Canaanites to the east and west, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, and Jebusites in the mountain regions, and Hivites at the foot of Hermon in the land of Mizpah. They came out with all their troops and army, numerous at the, as the sands on the seashore, and with a multitude of horses and chariots. All these kings made a pact, and together they marched to the waters of Morim, where they encamped to fight against Israel. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them. For by this time tomorrow I will present them slain to Israel. You must hamstring their horses and burn their chariots. Joshua with his whole army came upon them suddenly at the waters of Merom and fell upon them. The Lord delivered them into the power of the Israelites who defeated them and pursued them to greater Sidon, to Mezrothoth. Mame and eastward to the valley of Mizpah. They 
struck them all down, leaving no survivors. Joshua did to them as the Lord had commanded. He hamstrung their horses and buried their chariots. Conquest of Northern Canaan. At that time, Joshua, turning back, captured Hazor and struck down its king with the sword. For Hazor formerly was the chief of all those kingdoms, he also struck down with the sword every person there, carrying out the ban, till none was left alive. Hazor itself, he burned all the cities of those kings, and the kings themselves Joshua captured and put to the sword, carrying out the ban on them as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded. However, Israel did not destroy by fire any of the cities built on their mounds except Hazor, which Joshua burned. All the spoils and livestock of these cities the Israelites took as plunder, but the people they put to the sword until they had destroyed the last of them, leaving none alive. As the Lord had commanded his servants Moses, so Moses commanded Joshua, and Joshua acted accordingly. He left nothing undone that the Lord had commanded Moses should be done. Survey of the conquest. So Joshua took all the land, the mountain regions, the entire Negev, all the land of Goshen, the Sephelah, the Arabah, as well as the mountain regions of Sephelah of Israel. From Mount Halak that rises towards Sir as far as Gad in the Lebanon Valley at the foot of the Mount Hermon, all their kings he captured and put to death. Joshua waged war against all these kings for a long time, with the exception of the Hivites, who lived in Gibeon. No city made peace with the Israelites. All were taken in battle, for it was the Lord's doing to make their hearts obstinate to meet Israel in battle, that they might be put under the ban without mercy and be destroyed as the Lord had commanded Moses. At that time, Joshua penetrated the mountain regions and exterminated the Anakim in Hebron, Deber, Anab, and the entire mountain region of Judah and the entire mountain region of Israel. Joshua put them in their cities under the ban so that no Anakim were left in the land of the Israelites. However, some survived in Gaza, in Gath, and in Ashdod. Thus, Joshua took the whole land, just as the Lord had said to the Moses. Joshua gave it to Israel as their heritage, apportioning it among the tribes and the land had rest for more. This is of conquered cities. These are the kings of the land whom the Israelites conquered and whom, whose lands they occupied east of the Jordan from River Arnon to Mount Hermon, including all the eastern section of the Arabah, first Sihon kings of Amorites, who lived in Heshbon. His domain extended from Or, which is on the bank of the Wadi Arnon, to include the Wadi itself and the land northward towards half of Gilead to the Wadi Jabbok at the border with the Ammonites, as well as the Arabah from the eastern side of the Sea of Chinnereth, as far south as the eastern side of the Salt Sea of the Arabah in direction of Beth Jeshemoth, southward under the slopes of Pisgah. Secondly, the border of Ah, king of Bashan, a survivor of the Rephaim, who lived at Ashtaroth and Edri. He ruled over Mount Hermon, Selka, and all of Bash- 
Shin, as far as the boundary of the Gushrites and Makathites, and over half of Gilead, as far as the territory of Sahan, king of Heshbon. It was Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the Israelites who conquered them. Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave possession of their land to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh. This is the list of the kings of the land whom Joshua and the Israelites conquered west of the Jordan, from Bagad to the Lebanon Valley to the Mount Halak, which rises towards Seir. Joshua apportioned their land and gave possession of it to the tribes of Israel, it included the mountain regions of Sephela, Arabath, the slopes, the wilderness, and the Negev. Belonging to the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jubasites. The king of Jericho won. The king of Ai, which is near Bethel, won. The king of Jerusalem won. The king of Hebron won. The king of Jarmuth won. The king of Lashish won. The king of Eglon won. The king of Gezer won. The king of Deber won. The king of Geder won, the king of Horma won, the king of Arad won, the king of Libna won, the king of Adullam won, the king of Makeda won, the king of Bethel won, the king of Tapua won, the king of Hefer won, the king of Ephek won, the king of Lesharon won, the king of Mudan won, the king of Hazor won, the king of Shemron won, the king of Ashfa won, the king of Tanakh won, the king of Megiddo won, the king of Kadesh won, the king of Jokneum at Carmel won, the king of Dor in Nephtal Feth Dor won, the king of Goriam at Gilgal one and the king of Terza won thirty one kings in all. Division of the land. Division of the land commanded. When Joshua was old and advanced in years, the Lord said to him, Though now you are old and advanced in years, a very large part of the land still remains to be possessed. This is the remaining land in all Gesher and all the districts of the Philistines. The stream adjoining to Egypt to the boundary of Ekron, the north is reckoned Canaanite territory, though held by the five lords of the Philistines in Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron. Also, where the Evim are in, so in the south, all the land of the Canaanites from Murad of the Sidonians to Aphek, and the boundaries of the Amorites and the Gobelite territory, and all the Lebanon on the east from Bagat to at the foot of Mount Hermon to Lebamath, all the inhabitants of the mountain regions between Lebanon and Misrephathmaim. All Sidonians, I will drive out before the Israelites.
Israelites at least include these areas in the vision of the Israelite heritage, just as I have commanded you now, therefore, a portion among the nine tribes in the half tribe of Manasseh, the land which is to be their heritage. The eastern tribes, now the other half of the tribe of Manasseh, as well as the Reubenites and Gadites, had taken their heritage what Moses, the servant of the Lord, had given them east of the Jordan. From or on the bank of the Wadi, Arnon in the city in the Wadi itself, through the table land of Medeba and Debon, with the rest of the cities of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon to the boundary of the Ammonites, also Gilead, and the t- t- territory of the Geshurites and Makathites, all Mount Hermon, and all Bashan, as far as Selka, the entire kingdom and Bashan of Og, who was king at Ash. Taroth and Edri, he was a holdover from the remnant of the Raphim. These Moses defeated and dispossessed, but the Israelites did not dispose, dispossess this, the Gashurites and Makathites, so that Geshur and Makath dwell in the midst of Israel to this day. However, Moses assigned no heritage to the tribe of Levi, the Lord, the God of Israel, in their heritage as the Lord had promised them. Reuben, this is what Moses gave to the tribe of the Reubenites by their clans. Their territory reached from Or to on the bank of the Wadi Arnon and the city in the Wadi itself, through the tableland about Mediba to include Heshbon and all its towns on the tableland. Deban, Bathmoth, Baal, Beth, Baal, Mion, Jahaz, Kedemoth, Mephath, Kiriathim, Sibma, Zerath, Shahar, on the knoll within the valley, Beth, Pior, the slopes of Pisgah, Beth, Cheshimoth, and the other cities on of the tableland and of the whole kingdom of Sihon. This Amorite king who reigned in Heshbon, Moses had defeated with the princes of Median, vassals, vassals of Sihon, who were settled in the land, <laughs> Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, and Reba. Balaam, son of Beor, the diviner, the Israelites killed with the sword together with those they struck down. The brown boundary of the Reubenites was the Jordan, these cities, and their villages were the heritage of the Reubenites by their clan. Gad, this is what Moses gave to the, to the tribe of the Gadites by their clan. Their territory included Jazer, all the cities of Gilead, and half of the land of the Amorites, as far as Or towards Rabbah, this, that is from Heshbon to Ramath, Mizpah, and Bethtonim, and from Mahanim to the boundary of Lodabar. And in the Jordan Valley, Bethram, Bethnim, Ram, Sakath, Zephon, and other part of the kingdom of 
Sihon, king of Heshbon, with the bank of the Jordan to the southeastern tip of the Sea of Chinnereth. These cities and their villages were the heritage of the clans of the Gadites. Manasseh, this is what Moses gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh. They, they, the half-tribe of Manassehites by their clan had territory including Mahanim, all of Besham, the entire kingdom of Og, king of Besham, and all the villages of Jer, which are 60 cities in Besham. Half of Gilead with Ashtaroth and Idri, royal cities of Og and Besham, fell to the descendants of Masher, son of Manasseh, to half the Mashurites by their clans. These are the heritage of which Moses gave when he was in the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan, set east of Jericho. But Moses gave no heritage to the tribe of Levi. The Lord, the God of Israel, is their heritage, as he had promised them, the western tribes. These are the portions which Israelites received as heritage in the land of the Canaan. These are the priests, Joshua, son of Nun, and the head families of the tribes of Israel determined their heritage by lots. As the Lord had commanded through Moses concerning the remaining nine and a half tribes. To two and a half tribes, Moses had already given a heritage beyond the Jordan. To the Levites, he had given no heritage among them. The descendants of Joseph formed two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. But the Levites were given no share of the land except cities to live in with their pasture lands for their herds and flocks. As the Lord had commanded Moses, so the Israelites did. They appointed the land, Caleb's portion. When the Judahites approached Joshua and Gilgal, the Kenizzites, Caleb, son of Jephunneh, said to him, You know the word the Lord spoke to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and concerning me in Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the God, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to reconnoiter the land, and I brought back to him a frank report. My fellow scouts who went up with me made the people's confidence melt away, but I was completely loyal to the Lord my God. On that occasion, Moses swore this oath, The land where you have set foot shall become your heritage and that of your descendants forever, because you have been completely loyal to the Lord my God. Now, as he promised, the Lord has preserved me these 45 years since the Lord spoke thus to Moses. While Israel journeyed in the wilderness, and now I am 85 years old, but I am still as strong as today as I was the day Moses sent me forth. With no less vigor, whether it be for war or for any other task, now give me this mountain region which the Lord promised me that day. As you yourself heard, true, the Anakim are there with large fortified cities, but if the Lord is with me, I shall be able to dispossess them as the Lord promised. Joshua blessed Caleb, son of 
Jephunneh and gave him Hebron as his heritage. Therefore, Hebron remains the heritage of the Kenizzite Caleb, son of Jephunneh, to the present day, because he was completely loyal to the Lord, the God of Israel. Hebron was formerly called Kiriath Arba, for Arba, the greatest among the Anakim in the land, had rest from war. Boundaries of Judah. The lot for the tribe of Judah by their cities fell towards the boundary of Edom, the wilderness of Zen, and the Negev, and the extreme south. Their southern boundary ran from the end of the Salt Sea, from the tongue of the land that faces Negev, and went southwards toward the pass of Akrabim, across through Zen, up to the point south of Kadesh, Barnea, across the Hezron, and up to Adder from there, looping around Karka, it crossed to Asman and then joined the Wadi of Egypt before coming out at the sea. This is your southern boundary. The eastern boundary was the Salt Sea as far as the mouth of Jordan. The northern boundary climbed northward from the tongue of the sea toward the mouth of the Jordan up to. Beth Hagla and ran north of Beth Araba up to Eben Bohan Ben Ruben. Thence the boundary climbed to Deber, north of the valley of Akur, in the direction of the Gilgal that faces the pass to Adamem on the south side of the wadi. From there, across the waters of and Shemesh and emerged at Enrogel, climbing again to the valley of Behenum on the southern flank of the Jubasites, that is Jerusalem. The boundary rose to the top of the mountain at the northern end of the valley of Rephaim, which bounds the valley of Hinnon, on the west, from the top of the mountain, it ran to the fountain of waters. To Nephtoa extended to the cities of Mount Ephron and continued to Bahala or Kiriath Jerem. From Bala, the boundary curved westward to Mount Seir and passed north of the ridge of the Mount Jerem. That is Chesalon. It descended to Beth Shemesh and ran across to Timnah. It then extended along the northern flank of Ekron, continued through Shikron, and across to Mount Bala from there to include Jabneel before it came out at the sea. The western boundary was the Great Sea and its coast. This was the complete boundary of the Judah the heights by their clans. Conquest by Caleb. As the Lord had commanded, Joshua gave Caleb, son of Jephunneh, a portion among the Judahites, namely Kerith Arba. Arba was the father of Anak, that is Hebron, and the Caleb dispossessed from there, and three Anakim, the descendants of Anak, Sheshai, Ahiman and Tommy. From there, he marched up against the inhabitants of 
Deber, which was formerly called Kiriath Sefer, Caleb said to the man who attacks Kiriath Sefer and captures it, I will give my daughter Aksa in marriage. Othniel captured it, the son of Caleb's brother, Kenaz. So Caleb gave his, his daughter Aksa in marriage. When she came to him, she induced him to ask her father for some land. Then as she alighted from the donkey, Caleb asked her, What do you want? She answered, Give me a present. Since you have assigned to me land in the Negeb, give me also pools of water. So he gave her the upper and lower pools. Cities of Judah. This is the heritage of the tribe of Judahites by their clan, the cities of the tribe of Judahites in the extreme southern district towards Edom were Kabzil, Eder, Jagar, Kenna, Demona, Adada, Kadesh, Hazor, and Ithnan, Ziph, Telum, Beeloth, Hazor, Hadatha, and Kizeroth, Hezron. That is Hazor, Amam, Shema, Molada, Hazor, Gada, Heshman, Beth, Pelet, Hazor, Shoal, Beersheba, and Busy Othelia, Balaam, Ian, Ism, Elotolad, Chesel, Horma, Ziklag, Madmana, Sansana, Leboth, Shilham, and Ain, and Ramon a total of 29 cities with their villages. And Sephila, Eshtol, Zora, Ashna, Zenoa, and Genem, Tapua, Enam, Jarmuth, Abdullam, Soka, Azika, Shura, Adith, Ham, Gerdurah, and Gerdurathaim, fourteen cities and their villages, Zenan, Hadesha, Migdal, Gad, Dillian, Mispah, Joke, Hil, Ashish, Bas, Kath, Eglon, Kaban, Amas, Chitlish, Gedaroth, Beth, Dagon, Nama, and the Medica, 16 cities and their villages, Libna, Ether, Eshen, Ith, Ta, Ashna, Nezib, Kila, Ash, Ash, Zib and Marishish 
nine cities and their villages, Ekron and its town and villages from Ekron to the sea, all the towns that lie alongside Ashdod and their villages, Ashdod and its towns and villages, Gaza and its towns and villages, as far as the Wadi of Egypt and the coast of the Great Sea in the mountains of regions, Shemir, Jair, Soka, Dana, Kiriath, Sinan, that is Deber, Anab, Eshtema, <laughs> Goshen, Holon, and Gilead, eleven cities and their villages, Arab, Juma, Eshen, Janem, Beth, Tupua, Afika, Humta, Kiriath, Arba, that is Hebron, and Zira, nine cities and their villages, Moa, Carmel, Zeph, Judah, Zeril, Jack, Diem, Noah, Cain, Gibeah, and Timna, ten cities and their villages, Hal, Hul, Betzer, Gidor, Marath, Beth or Anath, and El Tikon, six cities and their villages, Tikoa, Ephrath, that is Bethlehem, Pure, Ethan, Kulam, Tatum, Zors, Karim, Gallum, Bether, and Manako. Eleven cities and their villages, Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath, Jerem, and Rabbah, two cities and their villages. In the wilderness, Beth Uraba, Midden, Sikka, Nib, Shen, Ur, Hamalah, and in Gedi, six cities and their villages. But the Jubasites who lived in Jerusalem, the Judahites could not dispossess of the Jubasites dwell in Jerusalem besides the Judahites to the present day. The Joseph tribes. The lot that fell to the Josephites extended from Jordan at Jericho to the waters of Jericho east of the wilderness. Then the boundary went up from Jericho to the heights of Bethel. Leaving Bethel for Luz, it crossed the ridge to the border of the Archites at Atheroth and descended westward to the border at the Japhelites to that of the lower Bethveron and to Gezer and from there to the sea. Ephraim, within the heritage of Manasseh and Ephraim, sons of Joseph, the dividing line for the heritage of Ephraimites by their clans ran from east of the Atheroth Adar to upper Bethhoran and, and thence to the sea from Mikmethath on the north, their boundary curved eastward around Teneth Sheol and continued east of it to Janoa. From there it descended to Ataroth and Nara and reaching Jericho it ended at the Jordan from Tapua. The boundary ran westward to the Wadi Kanan and ended at the sea. This was the heritage of the Ephraimites by their clans, including the villages that belonged to each city set aside for the Ephraimites within the heritage of the Mesites, but they did not 
dispossessed the Canaanites living in Gezer. They live within five Ephraim to the present day, though they have been put to forced labor. Manasseh. Now, as for the lot, they fell to the tribe of Manasseh at the firstborn of Joseph, since Manasseh's eldest son, Masher, the father of Gilead, was a warrior who had already obtained Gilead and Bashan. The allotment was now made to the rest of the Manassites by their clans, the descendants of Abizar, Halak, Ashrael, Shechem, Hefer, and Shemitah. These are the other male children of Manasseh, son of Joseph, by their clans. Furthermore, Zelophehad had a son of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Masher, son of Manasseh, or Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Terza. These presented themselves to Eliezer, the priest, to Joshua, son of Nun, and to the leaders, saying, The Lord commanded Moses to give us a heritage among our relatives, so in accordance with the command of the Lord, a heritage was given them among their father's relatives. Thus, ten shares fell to Manasseh apart from the land of Gilead and the Bashan beyond the Jordan. Since these female descendants of Manasseh received each a portion among his sons, the land of Gilead fell to the rest of the Manassites. Manasseh bordered on Asher from the Mitch Methath near Shechem, another boundary, and southward to include the inhabitants of Entapua, because the district of Tapua belonged to Manasseh, along, although Tapu itself was an Ephraimite city on the border of Manasseh. This same battery continued down to the Wadi Kana, a city that belonged to the Ephraim. From among the cities in Manasseh were those to the south of the of that Wadi. Thus, the territory of Manasseh ran north of the Wadi and ended at the sea. The land on the south belonged to the Ephraim, and that on the north to Manasseh with the sea as their common boundary. They reached Asher on the north and Issachar on the east. Moreover, in Issachar and in Asher, Manasseh was awarded Beth Sheen and its towns, Eblim and its towns and the inhabitants of Dor and its towns, the inhabitants of Endor and its towns and the inhabitants of Tanach and its towns, the inhabitants of Megiddo and its towns, the third in Naphath, Dor. Since the Manassites were not able to dispossess these cities, the Canaanites continued to inhabit this region. When the Israelites grew stronger, they put this, the Canaanites to forced labor, but they did not dispossess them. Protest of Joseph tribes. The descendants of Joseph said to Joshua, Why have you given us only one lot and one share as our heritage? Our people are too many because of the extent to which the Lord has blessed us. Joshua answered them, If you are too many, go up to the forest and clear out a piece for yourselves. There is the in the land of the Perizzites and Rephim, since the mountain region of 
Ephraim are so narrow, for the Josephites said, Our mountain regions are not enough for us. On the other hand, the Canaanites lived in the valley region. All have iron chariots, in particular those in Bethshean and its towns, and those in the valley of Jezreel. Joshua therefore said to Ephraim and Manasseh, the t house of Joseph, You are a numerous people and very strong. You shall not have merely one share for the mountain region, which is now four, shall be yours when you clear it. Its adjacent land shall also be yours, if despite their strength and iron chariots you dispossess the Canaanites. The whole community of the Israelites assembly rolled at Shiloh, where they set up the tent of meeting, and the land was subdued before them. The seven remaining portions there remained seven tribes am among the Israelites that had not yet deceived their heritage. Not yet received their heritage. Joshua therefore said to the Israelites, How much longer will you put off taking steps to possess the land which the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you? Choose three representatives. <laughs> Choose three representatives from each of your tribes. I will send them to go throughout the land and describe it for your purposes of acquiring their heritage. When they return to me, you shall divide it into seven parts. Judah is to retain its territories in the south, and the house of Joseph its territories in the north. You shall bring to me here the description of the land in seven sections. I will then cast the lots for you here before the Lord our God, for the Levites have no share among you, because the priesthood of the Lord is their heritage. Well... Gad, Reuben, and half the tribe of Manasseh have already received the heritage east of the Jordan, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them. When those who were to describe the land were ready for their journey, Joshua commanded them, Go throughout the land and describe it. Return it to me, and I will cast lots for you here before the Lord in Shiloh. So they went through the land, described its cities, and writing in seven sections, and returned to Joshua in the camp of Shiloh. Joshua then cast lots for them before the Lord in Shiloh, and divided up the land for the Israelites into their separate shares. Benjamin. One lot fell to the tribe of Benjaminites. By their clans, the territory allotted them lay between the descendants of Judah and those of Joseph. Their northern boundary began at the Jordan and went over the northern flank of Jericho up westward into the mountains until it reached the wilderness of Bethaven. From there, it crossed over to the south flank of Luz, that is Bethel. Then it ran down the Atheroth Adar on the mountain top south of Lower Bethron for the western border. The boundary line swung south from the mountaintop opposite Bethron until it reached the Kiriath Ball. That is Kiriath Jerem. This city belonged to the Judahites. This was the western boundary. The southern boundary began at the limits of Kiriath Jerem and projected to the spring of at Neftoa. It went down to the edge of the mountain on the north of the valley of Rephim. 
where it faces the valley of Ben Hinnon and continued down the valley of Hinnom along the su- southern flank of the Jebusites, reached En Rogol and climbed to the north, extended to En Shemesh and thence to Gileath, opposite the pass of Adamem. Then it dropped to the Eben Bohan Ben Ruben across the northern flank of the Araba overlook down into the Araba. From there, the boundary continued across the northern flank of Beth Hogla and extended northward to the tongue of the Salt Sea towards the southern end of the Jordan. This was the southern boundary the Jordan bounded on the east. This was how the heritage of the Benjamites by their clans was bounded on all sides. Now the cities belonging to the tribe of the Benjamites by their clan were Jericho, Beth Hogla, Mechizes, Beth Araba, Zema, Rain, Bethel, Avim, Para, Ofra, Chephra, Amoni, Afni, and Giba. Twelve cities and their villages. Also, Gibeon, Rephma, Baroth, Zemespeh, Chephra, Moza, Rekham, Erpil, Tarala, Zela, Hilflef, the Jubasite city, that is Jerusalem, Gibeah, and Kiriath, 14 cities and their villages. This was the heritage of the clans of Benjaminites. Simon. The second lot fell to Simon. The heritage of the tribe of Simonites by their clans lay within that of the Judites. For their heritage they received Beer, Sheba, Shema, Molada, Hazar, Shual, Bala, Ezem, Elotelad, Eltolad, Bethol, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Mar Kaboth, Hazar Susa, Beth Leb Oath, and Sharuhen, thirteen cities and their villages. Also Ain, Rimen, Ethern, Eshen, four cities and their villages. Besides all the villages around these cities, as far as Baalath Beer, that is Ramath Negeb, this was the heritage of the tribe of the Semonites by their clan. This heritage of the Semonites was within the confines of the Judahites, for since the portion of the latter was too large for them, the Semonites obtained their heritage within it. Zebulon. The third lot fell to the Zebulonites by their clans. The boundary of their heritage was at Sered. Their boundary went up went and through Mariel, reaching Debasheth and the Wadi that is near Jokneam. From Sered eastward, it ran to the district of 
Chislotabor on to Deborah and up to Jephia. From there, it continued eastward to Geth Hefer and to Eth Kazen, extended to Roman and turned to Nia. Skirting north of Hananatan, the boundary ended at the valley of Iftil. Thus, with Kanatana, Halal, Shimron, Adala, and Bethlehem, there were twelve cities and their villages. This was the heritage of the Zebulonites by their clans, these cities and their villages, Issachar. The fourth lot fell to Issachar, the territory of the Issacharites by their clans, included Jezreel, Chesoloth, Shunem, Hepharim, Shion, and Harath, Rabbith, Kishion, Abes, Ramath, and Ganon, and Hada, and Beth Pesas. The boundary reached toward Shahazuma and Beth Shemesh, ending at the Jordan, 16 cities and their villages. This was the heritage of the Israelites by their clans, these cities, and their villages. Asher. The fifth lot fell to the Asherites by their clans. Their territory included Hekath, Holly Beaton, Akshaf, Allah, Malek, Ahmad, and Mishal, and reached Carmel on the west, and Shehor, Limanath, in the other direction, it ran eastward of Beth Dagon, reached Zebulun in the valley of Iftalal, then north of Beth Amek and Nyol, it extended northward to Kabul, Ebron, Rehob, Haman, and Kama, near Greater Sidon, then the boundary turned back to Ramah and to the fortress city of Tyr. Thence it cut back to Hosa and it ended at the sea. Thus with Mahalab, Akzib, Maha, Ako, Afek, and Rehob, there were 22 cities and their villages this was the heritage of the tribe of the asherites by their clans these cities and their villages of tali the sixth lot fell to the nephilites these their boundary extended from halaf from the oak at zanam nem including adami Keb, and jabneel to lakum and ended at the Jordan. In the opposite direction, westwardly, it ran through Azanoth Tabor, and from there extended to Hukoth. It reached Zebulun on the south, Asher on the west, and Jordan on the east. The fortified cities were Zedim, Zer, Hemeth, Rakath, 
Chinnereth, Arama, Rama, Hazor, Kadesh, Edri, and Hazor, Euron, Migdal, Horam, Beth Anath, and Beth Shemesh, nineteen cities and their villages. This was the heritage of the tribe of the Nephilites by their clans, these cities, and their villages. Dan, the seventh lot fell to the tribe of the Danites. By their clans, their heritage was the territory of Zarah, Eshtual, Ur, Shemesh, Shalaban, Aijalon, Ithla, Elon, Timna, Ekron, El Tiko, Jebeton, Balath, Jahad, Benet, Barak, Gathramon, Me, Jarkon, and Rakon, with the coast at Joppa. But the territory of the Danites was too small for them, so the Danites marched up and attacked Leshem which they captured and put to the sword. Once they had taken the possession of Leshem, they dwelt there and named it after their ancestor Dan. This was the heritage of the tribe of the Danites by their clans, these cities, and their villages. Joshua's city. When the last of them had received the portions of the land they were to inherit, the Israelites assigned a heritage in their midst to Joshua, son of Nun, according to the command of the Lord, they gave him the city he requested, Timnah, Surah, in the mountain region of Ephraim. He rebuilt the city and made it his home. These are the heritage which Eliezer, the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the head of the families in the tribe of Israelites, apportioned by Lot in the presence of the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting in Shittah. Law, and they finished dividing the land. Cities of Refuge The Lord said to Joshua, Tell the Israelites, Designate for yourselves the cities of refuge, of which I spoke to you through Moses, to which anyone guilty of inadvertent and unintentional homicide may flee for asylum from the avenger of blood. To one of these cities the killer shall flee, and standing at the entrance of the city gate shall plead his case in the hearing of the elders of the city, who must receive him and assign him a place in which to live among them. Though the avenger of blood pursues him, they shall not deliver up to him the one who killed a neighbor unintentionally when there has been no hatred previously. Once he had stood judgment before the community he shall live on in the city until the death of the high priest who is in office at the time then the killer may return home to the city from where he originally fled list of cities so they set apart kadesh in galilee in the moment region of Naphtali, Shechem, in the mountain region of Ephraim, and Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the mountain region of Judah. And beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho, they designated Bezer in the wilderness on the tableland in the tribe of Reuben, Ramoth in Gilead, in the tribe of Gad, and Golan in 
Bashan and the tribe of Manasseh. These are the designated cities to which any Israelite or alien resident among them who had killed a person unintentionally might flee to escape death at the hand of the avenger of blood until the killer could appear before the community. Levitical Cities The head of the Levite families approached Eliezer the priest Joshua, son of Nun, And the head of the families of the other tribes of the Israelites at Shiloh in the land of Canaan and said to them, The Lord commanded through Moses that the city be given us to dwell in with pasture lands for our livestock. Out of their own heritage, according to the command of the Lord, the Israelites gave the Levites the following cities with their pasture lands. When the first lot among the Levites fell to the clan of the Kohathites, the descendants of Aaron, the priests obtained by lot from the tribes of Judah, Simon and Benjamin, thirteen cities from the, the clans of the tribe of Ephraim, from the tribe of Dan, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh, the rest of the Kohathites obtained by lot ten cities from the clans of the tribe of Israel, Issachar, from the tribe of Asher, from the tribe of Naphtali, and from the half tribe of Manasseh, the Gershonites obtained by lot thirteen cities from the tribe of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun, the clan of the Mar. Warites obtained twelve cities, these cities with their pasture lands, the Israelites gave by lot to the Levites as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Cities of the priests from the tribe of the Judahites and Simonites, they gave the following city and assigned them to the descendant of Aaron and the Kohathite clan of the Levites, since the first lot fell to them. First, Kiriath Arba. Arba was the father of Enoch. That is, Hebron is the mountain region of Judah with the adjacent pasture lands. Although the open country and villages belonging to the city had been given to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, as his holding thus to the descendants of Aaron, the priests were given the city of refuge for homicides at Hebron, with the pasture lands also Libna and its pasture lands, Jatir with its pasture lands, Eshtemoa with its pasture lands, Holon with its pasture lands, Debir with its pasture lands, Ain with its pasture lands, Juta with its pasture lands, and Beth Shemesh with its pasture lands. Nine cities from these two tribes, from the tribe of Benjamin, they obtained Gibeon with its pasture lands, Geba with its pasture lands, Nathoth with its pasture lands, and Almond with its pasture lands. Four cities. These cities which with their pasture lands belonged to the priestly descendants of Aaron were thirteen in all. Cities of other Kohathites. The rest of the Kohathite clans among Levites obtained by lot from the tribe of Ephraim four cities. They were assigned with its pasture lands, the city of refuge for homicides at Shechem in the mountain region of Ephraim, also Gezer with its pasture lands, Zibzam, I mean Kibzam with its pasture lands, and Beth Haram 
with its pashlands from the tribe of Dan, they obtained El Tiki with its pashlands, Gibbethon with its pashlands, um, Aishalon with its pashlands, and Gathramon with the pashlands, four cities from the half tribe of Manasseh. Tenach with its pasturelands and Gath Roman with its pasturelands, two cities. These cities, which with their pasturelands belonged to the rest of the Kohathite clans, were ten in all. Cities of the Gershonites. The Gershonite clans of the of the Levites received from the half tribe of Manasseh the city of refuge for homicides at Golan and Bashan with its pashalans, and also Beth Ashtaroth with its pashalans, two cities. From the tribe of Ishachar, they obtained Kision with its pashalans, Debarath with its pashalans, Jarmuth with its pashalans, and and Ganem with his pasturelands, four cities. From the tribe of Asher, Mishal with its pasturelands, Abdon with his pasturelands, Helkath with its pasturelands, and Rehob with its pasturelands, four cities. From the tribe of Nephtali, the city of refuge for homicides at Kadesh in Galilee, with his pasturelands, also Hamath with its pasturelands, and Karthan. With his pasturelands, three cities, the cities which belonged to the Gershonite clans with their pasturelands, or 13 in all. City of the Mororites, the Mororite clans, the last of the Levites received from the tribe of Zebulon, Jachneum, with its pasturelands, Karta, with its pasturelands, Dimna with his pasturelands and Nahalal with his pasturelands, four cities. Also, across the Jordan from the tribe of Reuben, the city of refuge for homicides at Beser with his pasturelands, Jahaz with his pasturelands, Katamoth with his pasturelands, and Mephath with his pasturelands. Four cities from the tribe of Gad, the city of refuge for the homicide at Ramath and Gilead. With its pasturelands, Mahanam, its pasturelands, Heshbon, with its pasturelands, and Jazer, with its pasturelands, four cities in all. The cities allotted to the Morites clans, the last of the Levites, were therefore twelve in all. Thus, the total number of cities within the territory of the Israelite, which their pasturelands belonged to the Levites, was forty-eight, with each of the and every one of these cities went the pasturelands around about in it. And so the Lord gave Israel the entire land he had sworn to their ancestors. He would give them. Once they had taken possession of it and dwelt in it, the Lord gave them peace on every side, just as he had promised their ancestors. Not one of their enemies could withstand them. And the Lord gave all their enemies into their power. A singular, single word of the blessing that the Lord had promised to the house of Israel failed. It all came true. Return of the Transjordan tribes and Joshua's farewell. 
The eastern tribes dismissed. At that time, Joshua summoned the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, and said to them, You have observed all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have listened to my voice in everything I commanded you. For many years now, even until today, you have not bended your eyes, but have taken care to observe the command of the Lord your God. Now that the Lord your God has settled your eyes, as he promised them, you may return to your tents, to your own land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you across the Jordan. But be very careful to observe the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. Love the Lord your God, follow him in all his ways, keep his commandments, hold fast to him, and serve him with your whole heart and your whole self. Joshua then blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their tents. For to half of the tribe of Manasseh, Moses had assigned land in Bashan, and to the other half, Joshua had given a portion along with their allies west of the Jordan. When Joshua sent them away to their tents and blessed them, he said, Now that you are returning to your own tents with great wealth and abundant livestock, with silver, gold, bronze, and iron, and with every and very large supply of clothing divided divide these spoils of your enemies with your allies there. So the Reubenites and Gadites and the half tribe of Manasseh left the other Israelites at Shilol in the land of Canaan and returned to the land of Gilead, their own land, which they had received according to the Lord's command through Moses. The altar besides beside the Jordan. When the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh came to the region of the Jordan in the land of Canaan, they built an altar. There at the Jordan, an impressively large altar. The other Israelites heard the report. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh have built an altar in the region of the Jordan facing the land of Canaan. Across from the Israelites, when the Israelites heard this, they assembled at Shilol at the entire Israelite community to take military action against them. Accusations of the Western tribes. The Israelites sent Phineas, son of Eliezer, the priests to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead, and with him ten leaders, one from each tribe of Israel, each one the head of an ancestral house among the clan of Israel. When these came to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead, they said to them, Thus says the whole community of the Lord, What act of treachery is this you have committed against the God of Israel? This day you have turned from following the Lord by building an altar of your own. You have rebelled against the Lord this day. Is the iniquity of pure not enough by which we made ourselves impure even to this day? And a plague came upon the community of the Lord. If today you turn away from following the Lord and rebel against the Lord, tomorrow he will be angry with the whole community of Israel. If you consider the land you now possess unclean, cross over to the land the Lord possesses where the tabernacle of the Lord stands and share that with us. But do not rebel against the Lord, nor involve us in rebellion by building an altar of your own in addition to the altar of the Lord our God. When Achan, son of Zerah, acted treacherously by violating the ban, was it not upon the entire community of Israel that wrath fell? 
though he was but a single man, he did not perish alone for his guilt. Reply of the Eastern tribes. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the Hatrai of Manasseh replied to the heads of the Israelite clans, the Lord is the God of gods. The Lord, the God of gods, knows and Israel shall know. If now we have acted out of rebellion or treachery against the Lord our God, do not try to save us this day. And if we have built an altar of our own to turn from following the Lord or to sacrifice burnt offerings, grain offerings, or communion sacrifices upon it, the Lord himself will exact the penalty. We didn't it rather out of our anxious concern, lest in the future your children should say to our children, What have you to do with the Lord, the God of Israel? For the Lord has placed the Jordan as a boundary between you and us. You, Reubenites and Gadites, you have no share in the Lord, lest your children would prevent ours from revering the Lord. So we thought, let us act for ourselves by building this altar of our own, not for burnt offerings or sacrifice, but as a witness between us and you and our descendants that we have the right to provide for the service of the Lord and his presence with our burnt offerings, sacrifices, and communion sacrifices. Now, in the future, your children cannot say to our children, you have no share in the Lord. Our thought was that if in the future they should speak thus to us or to our descendants, we could answer, look at the copy of the altar of the Lord, which our ancestors made, not for burnt offerings or for sacrifices, but to witness between you and us. Far be it from us to rebel against the Lord or to turn now from following the Lord by building an altar for burnt offering, grain offering or sacrifice in addition to the altar of the Lord, our God, which stands before his tabernacle. When Phineas the priests and the leaders of the community, the heads of the Israelites' clans, heard what the Reubenites and the Gadites and the Manasites had to say. They were satisfied. Phineas, son of Eliezer, the priest, said to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the Manasites, Today we know that the Lord is in our midst, since you have not rebelled against the Lord by this act of treachery, that you have delivered the Israelites from the hand of the Lord. Phineas, son of Eliezer, the priests and the leaders returned from the Reubenites and the Gadites in the land of Gilead to the Israelites in the land of Canaan and reported the matter to them. The report satisfied the Israelites who blessed God and decided not to take military action against the Reubenites and Gadites nor to ravage the land where they live. The Reubenites and the Gadites gave the altar its name as a witness among them that the, Lord, that the Lord is God. Joshua's final plea. Many years later, after the Lord had given the Israelites rest from all the enemies around them, about them, and when Joshua was old and advanced in years, he summoned summoned it, all Israel, including the, their elders, leaders, judges, and officers, and said to them, I am old and advanced in years. You have seen all that the Lord your God has done for you against all these nations, for it has been the Lord your God who fought for you. See, I have apportioned among your tribes as their heritage the nations that survive as well as those I destroyed between the Jordan and the great sea in the west. The Lord your God 
will drive them out and dispossess them at your approach so that you will take possession of their land as the Lord your God promised you. Therefore, be strong and be careful to observe all that is written in the book of the of the law of Moses, never turning from it right or left or mingling with these nations that survive among you. You must not invoke their gods by name or swear by them or serve them or bow down to them. But you must hold fast to the Lord your God, as you have done up to this day. Uh, your approach the Lord has dispossessed great and strong nations. Not one has withstood you up to this day. One of you puts to flight a thousand, but because it is the Lord your God himself who fights for you. As he promised you, as for you, take great care to love the Lord your God, for if you ever turn away from him and join with the remnant of these nations that survive among you by intermarrying and intermingling with them, know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer dispossess these nations at your approach. Instead, they will be a snare and a trap for you, a scourge for your sides and thorns for your eyes until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given you. Today, as you see, I am going the way of all the earth. So now acknowledge with your whole heart and soul that not one of your promises the Lord your God made concerning you has failed. Every one has come true for you. Not one has failed, but just as Every promise the Lord your God made to you has come true for you. So will he bring upon you every threat, even so far as to exterminate you from this good land, which the Lord your God has given you. If you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he enjoined on you to go and serve other gods and bow down to them. The anger of the Lord will flare up against you and you will quickly perish from the good land he has given you. Covenant Ceremony Joshua gathered together all the tribes of Israel at Shechem, summoning the elders, leaders, judges, and officers of Israel. When they stood in ranks before God, Joshua addressed all the people. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, in times past, your ancestors down to Terah, father of Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the river and served other gods. But I brought your father Abraham from the region beyond the river and led him through the entire land of Canaan. I made him descendants new I made his descendants numerous and gave him Isaac to Isaac I gave Jacob and Asau to Asau I assigned the mountain region of Seir to possess while Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron and struck Egypt with plagues and wonders that I wrought in her midst. After I led you out, and when I led your ancestors out of Egypt, you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued your ancestors to the Red Sea with chariots and charioteers. When they cried out to the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, upon whom he brought the sea so that it covered them. Your eyes saw what I did to Egypt after you dwelt 
a long time in the wilderness. I brought you into the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I delivered them into your power. You took possession of their land, and I destroyed them at your approach. Then Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, prepared to war against Israel. He summoned Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Instead, he had to bless you, and I delivered you from his power. Once you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho, the citizens of Jericho fought against you. But I delivered them also into your power, and I sent the hornets ahead of you, which drove them, the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hittites, Gorgashites, Hivites, and Jubasites out of your way. It was not your sword or your bow. I gave you a land you did not till, till and cities you did not build to dwell in. You ate of vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him completely and sincerely. Cast out the gods your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If it is displeasing to you to serve the Lord, choose today whom you will serve. The gods your ancestors served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites and whose country you are dwelling. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods, for it was the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You performed those great signs before our very eyes and protected us along our entire journey and among all the people through whom we passed. At our approach, the Lord drove out all the peoples, including the Amorites who dwelt in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. Joshua in turn said to the people, You may not be able to serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is passionate. He is a passionate God who will not forgive your transgression or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods he will then do evil to you and destroy you after having done you good but the people answered joshua no we will serve the lord joshua therefore said to the people you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the lord they replied we are witnesses now therefore put away the foreign gods that you are among you that are among you, and turn your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. Then the people promised Joshua, we will serve the Lord, our God, and will listen to his voice. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statues and ordinances for them at Shechem. Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God. Then he took a large stone and set it up under there under the Terebinth. That was in the sanctu 
sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, This stone shall be our witness, for it has heard all the words which the Lord spoke to us. It shall be a witness against you, should you wish to deny your God. Then Joshua dismissed the people, each to their own heritage. Death of Joshua. After these events, Joshua, son of Nun, servant of the Lord, died at the age of a hundred and ten. And they buried him within the borders of his heritage at Timnath Surah in the mountain region of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. Israel served the Lord during the entire lifetime of Joshua. And of those elders who outlived Joshua and who knew all the work of the Lord had done for Israel, the bones of Joseph, which the Israelites had brought up from Egypt, were buried in the succum in the plot of of ground Jacob had brought from the sons of Hamor, father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of money. This was a heritage of the descendants of Joseph. When Eleazar, son of Aaron, also died, he was buried on the hill which had been given to his son Phineas in the mountain region of Ephraim.